Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Losing streak is over. It's Judd's hockey show. It's Judd. It's Declan. And Dex, I'm going to start this show with um, the sigh of relief that I think all Wild fans need after a hard-fought win against a really bad Flyers team. Oh, there you go. Good for you. I'm actually I'm on a little bit of a little stuff on the rocks right now. Uh, you're a very but, smart man. I'm going to... I know what you're going to do. Yeah. I'm pouring the Surly Furious right now, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to have a... Oh, that's not a bad pour. Hold on. I got to... Uh, that's not a bad pour. I got to perfect the pour more. Better, but yeah, it's getting better, though. Well, yeah. you got to... Phil and I were told years ago at the All-Star Game festivities when it was here yep. that you actually want quite a bit of head on the beer. Yeah, but But I did a very nice job. Look at that. That's yeah. a darn good... Hold, wait, wait, hold on. Well, for the first sip. Oh, it's oh, good. It oh, the Surly Fairies is so you. good. They are so good. Anyway, 5-4, uh, the Wild wins against a Flyers team. Ends their four-game losing streak. They had lost, what, six or seven coming into this game tonight. There will be no style points for this game. The Flyers are absolutely atrocious. They're terrible. It shouldn't have been this close. But I will say this. In a game like this, playing the way that the wild did and continually having to come back until they finally tied it and then took the lead um 20 some odd seconds after they had scored boldy scored brodine scored you will take this one observation one from me dex and then i'll turn it over to you is this ryan hartman remembered how ryan hartman's supposed to play hockey there's the old cliche is um is crusher the crusher becomes a rusher who then becomes an in Usher. Usher. Yes. That's a Louis that nanny staple. He loves that one. So you go from crusher because you, you know your role, your checker, <laughs> to, oh, my God, I can rush the puck. This is unbelievable. And then because you believe that you are truly a rusher, you end up as an usher. Um, Ryan Hartman tonight played the type of game that he has to play. And it was it's sort of frustrating to watch tonight's game because it's clear that his slump was a byproduct of – in some ways, I think, Dex, effort. Uh, tonight, he was in the right place at the right time. He played a cliche alert, gritty game. So I'm glad to see him back to this. But Ryan Hartman now, for the rest of the season, needs to remember this is his game. Like, there's no, well, I'm turning into a really good player now. Two goals, greasy goals in front, mucked it up, made it a nice play at the end there to basically freeze the puck as time expired. Um, this was a game in which we were reminded that when Ryan Hartman plays like Ryan Hartman should play, mm-hmm. he is going to contribute. When he doesn't, he will drive you crazy. Yeah, he, he kind of remembered who he was tonight. Top a couple goals, um, and he was pressing over the last two to three weeks. I'd like to point out to you, by the way, that this is the first win that Judd's Hockey Show was able to break down in a live post-game show on our YouTube channel in over a month. The last time we were able really? to do this, Judd, the last time we broke down a win was the Rangers game when a certain someone on this show, not named you, was apoplectic over what people thought goaltender interference was or wasn't at the Garden. 
Uh, so this is the first time in like six weeks that we actually have a win to discuss. So if uh, this is the first time you're watching, hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment and the Minnesota Wild uh, get back on track. Uh, yeah, Ryan Hartman with a nice, solid game. We watched him on Tuesday, and you and I uh, at the XL and the press box both said, man, he is struggling. I mean, he was he was forcing passes. He was creating turnovers for himself. It was not a, a pretty game for him. But uh, you remember tonight who he was. Uh, now 21 goals on the season. He got off to such uh, a hot start, and then he kind of came crashing hard down to earth. And it even felt, um, even though Hartman had a solid game, that Zuccarello and Kaprizov were just, just kind of guys tonight. Zuccarello, yeah. I thought was good. Kaprizov, more so of a guy. I thought I thought Match was engaged at least early on tonight. That's what I noticed. Okay, I thought he was good. Mm-hmm. Kaprizov, I mean, he still makes nice plays. He's tough because he makes some great plays, but but I think the expectation, rightfully so, is so big. I thought if if I had to pick wild players who stood out in a positive way tonight, mm-hmm. I thought Hartman for sure. Zuccarello, I thought, was engaged, p- played well. And that pass that was a, pro- a byproduct that for the first goal of Kaprizov um, to Zuccarello to Hartman was a beautiful play. And it was largely made by, by the fact that that Zuccarello recognized that Hartman was in front, essentially untouched. Yeah. That was a nice play. Um, I thought Boldy played a really nice game. And, and you know what? I thought the Goudreau line again, did some good things. Like, they have continued. I give them credit. In the midst of this slump, they have played well. I thought Boldy played a really good game. Um, as far as guys that didn't impress me, um, John Merrill looks like he might need to sit a game. Man, there, 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 this is getting tough. <laughs> and um, Cam Talbot continues. I, I think he is fighting the hockey puck. I don't think there's any way around it. He made some nice saves, but he also allowed some goals he shouldn't. And he doesn't look confident. Like, he he looks far too often. He's too far back in the net. And he just doesn't look like he's carrying himself with the confidence that I 1,000% as we enter the month of March want your goaltender to have. Um, so, so I am not saying tonight's game didn't come without real concerns. But with the way that this team has played, against a bad Flyers team, I will take that win. I think if you play that way tomorrow night against the against Buffalo, who just drilled the Maple Leafs, you're probably going to lose. Hey, j- just win, baby, right? I mean, that's what Al Davis said, just win. Um, and Talbot, yeah, shaky tonight. Not a great performance. And Bill Guerin trots him out there for the second straight game to probably probably test him a little bit to see if uh, are you really our number one goalie? Are you, do, do you truly want this? Are you still the number one guy that we believe in? And I do think that the brain trust that is Garen and Evison probably still lean to trust Talbot more, even though Kakinen basically over the last month or and change has played better than Cam Talbot. They've yet to really put all their eggs in a basket of Capo, and yep. they continue to go to Cam Talbot. Uh, just to pull up here uh, from Natural Stat Trick, the advanced uh, stats, uh, uh, baby. Here we go. Here we go. The Give goals the that, uh, that, that the Flyers scored right on Talbot. As for their video audience, you'll see on the right side of the screen as I zoom in a little bit there, uh, all those goals, point blank range. You see the G, G, G right in front of the goalie's crease right there. Uh, look, they're right in front, but Talbot, the first one was horrendous. I mean, completely out of position. I don't know what he was hugging all the right side of the post for. 
Yeah. Uh, and then the other two are, are point blank range. You need your goalie to get you one big stop. And those are high danger areas. The second goal is a bad goal. The, yeah. the, the second goal he came off, it's like he doesn't know where he is. Mm-hmm. It, if that makes sense. That second goal, he lost the post. Sure. Dude, you can't lose the post there. And and you just in terms of the high danger areas, yeah, it's tough. It's stopped. It, that that's why they're high danger. But you need you right. need your goalie to come through at least once or twice on one of these shots, and he doesn't. Um, right. And and it was a tough performance for him tonight. Yeah, it was a. I wouldn't say it was a vote of confidence. Obviously, it's a back to back tomorrow. Koppel, Kakinen, all indications will obviously start against the Sabres on Saturday or on Friday. But uh, this was not a good game to get a vote of confidence from Cam Talbot. I texted you. I think during. The first intermission, I said, I, I think I'm, I'm out. Said you're I'm out. out here. I'm out yeah, here. You're texting. I'm, I'm out on, on Cam Talbot. I'm out on Cam Talbot. Uh, you're still I'm out? out? I'm, yes, I'm out on him being a, a goalie you can rely on wow. at this point. You can ride and rely on. Wow. Um, last year, he was fine. I thought he was a, a solid goaltender last year that you could potentially ride. And you know what? Kudos to him. He had a couple shutouts in that playoff series against the Vegas Golden Knights. And I didn't think he played poorly throughout that seven-game series. But just the way things have gone this season, I've, I've really – Yet to have a have a full have a full fraction of confidence that he can be relied upon in a playoff series. Yeah, I got concerns too. I, I I I'm out might be strong, but I got real concerns. He's I'm. My problem is this: is he going through a slump? Is it worse than a slump? And tonight against a really bad team. He was fighting the puck. And here's my other problem, too. And this goes back to the Calgary game on Tuesday night. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we both watched that game. We were both at that game. And, yes, it was an improvement on Saturday in Calgary, which, by the way, is not saying much because that game was atrocious. I, I mean, when when you have the head coach use the word embarrassing m- multiple times, that's a problem. Um, but, you know, like the um, like the hits – in the game on Tuesday against Calgary favored the wild and the wilds like, you know, we came back and bounced back and played pretty well. We couldn't score goals, but, and this happened a lot of tonight's game too. Thank goodness for uh, the wild. They were just playing a bad team for lack of a better term. Their mojo seems to be gone. Like they're like the, the way that they were carrying themselves earlier in the season, which by the way, I loved they, they had a, and I mean this as a compliment. It might not be the exact right word, but they had an arrogance about them that I absolutely loved for months. And it was, uh, we're not dead and we're going to get you. And tonight they came back and won, but it more so felt like Philadelphia is awful. I mean, in their own zone, they are atrocious. That Goudreau goal that, that was a gift to, I think, tie it at two at the end of the second period, if I'm correct. Um, was a puck thrown up the slot. I mean, who the hell in 2022 doesn't bank that? Time is expiring. Time is running out. Everybody banks that off the boards. Uh, the defender or the, the guy that got the puck for the Flyers threw that puck up the slot. Goudreau made a nice play, but nonetheless, that puck never, never should have been put in that p- position. Um, and so, like, the, the swagger that the Wild had, the mojo that they had, Seems to be gone. And I don't know if that's going to come back with like a couple of wins and a snap of the fingers or what. But what concerns me as an extension of that is the fact that I think part of that swagger comes from Talbot, right? Or Capo. Like your goaltender can set a tone. Your goaltender can set a huge tone. And Cop or uh, Talbot tonight, again, looked like a guy who was 
playing too far back, which to me reeks of loss of confidence because you're you're concerned, you're afraid, you're not being you're not being assertive. So I guess I'm trying to figure out is this just a slide of sorts that's gonna end now with, with a win against a bad team? Or is this they hate? They got by a bad team. They're, they're going to play a Buffalo team that's probably not as bad as the Flyers tomorrow. But then once they get back to good teams, the swagger's gone again. I can't figure that that out. But that to me becomes incredibly important as the trade deadline approaches, and we talk about what do they what do they need to do to give themselves a realistic good chance of getting through at least series one, and then giving themselves a chance in series two. And that that's where I, I think it's goaltender. Um, if, if you gave me the wish list, a, a goaltender can steal you those situations. Just looking at league average goaltending this year in the NHL, uh, right now goaltenders are stopping 909% of shots and have a 285 save percentage. Coming into this game alone, and this does not include tonight's performance, but allowed four goals, Cam Talbot has a GA of 2.98 and a save percentage just under that 909 mark at 908. So he's been a below average goalie. He's been a low average, league average goalie. And you've been calling this for a while, but- yeah, this to, was to credit you. You were calling this before I was in like uh, I'm concerned feeling. Th- this was uh, an area that just it's who he's been. He's never really had. I mean, you could make a case from when the last season in Calgary, when the bubble happened, he played pretty well and he came to Minnesota. He he put together two very similar solid seasons on back to back, almost identical. But his career's always been like this. I mean he he won a he won 42 games with Edmonton five, six years ago, and then he completely fell off the cliff. Uh, yep. Just was, was a they mess. They gave him was, away to Philadelphia, He right? played for, yeah, four teams in four years, you know? Yep. So uh, this is this is a kind of type of game where I, I, I don't have trust in him. I just I, I can't ride him. And and if that means you have to turn your attention to Capo Kocken, that's fine. But this is now, uh, and hockey's like this, unless you basically have Veselovsky, uh or, or, or Igor in, in, with the Rangers, that... You need two goaltenders. You need two goaltenders to help you get there, and also to potentially even start an extra playoff game here, here or there. Yep. And and Capo has been nice, but even then, like, is there a belief that Capo Cockin can you can you ride him for four rounds? No. No, no. you can't. So so that's where if if you get the one wish, if you get one wish, center or goaltender, right? And good for the Wild to get a, get a win tonight. Maybe this snaps things out a little bit. You get back on track. It was an ugly win, but regardless, it's two points, dude. But. You you need to I think get some type of stability in the back end and to me that's goaltending. It can help you and 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 make up for deficiencies and steal you situations. The flower being the the guy I would target there. He's in a horrible situation in Chicago where his defense is one of the worst in the league. So when you see some of those numbers and you think, well, what are you talking about? He's he's not having that great of a year. For God's sakes, he won the Vesna and the Jennings just last season in Vegas, and he's a playoff proven goaltender. So right. I I would totally if I get one wish. Give me Mark Andre Fleury. I think I need to see them go into with uh, as you said, Capo starting, going to Buffalo tomorrow and win and do it more convincingly, um, because this Philadelphia team's so god awful. Um, it's hey, it's great to beat them, so I'm not criticizing that, but I am saying that this doesn't give me a lot of confidence that they're back now and back on track. And again, the Tuesday game, the Tuesday five to one loss. I'm sorry. But that felt like, well, we played so bad on Saturday at Calgary that a 5-1 to loss at home actually feels sort of good. Like, that's no way to think. Don't give me that crap. That's a bunch of BS. So, going to Buffalo tomorrow night, 
win there by a couple of goals, and more importantly, take the play to them. I felt like tonight they came back and won, but I never felt like they took the play to the Flyers. The Wild itself, I didn't get this one. They felt to me like they were far too at times, too often, too Declan, leaky in their own zone. And like the Flyers were desperate to give up the puck. They're like, well, here, take the puck away. And and the, the Wild's like, well, yeah, but no, you you should do do the same thing. And so I want to see a convincing win tomorrow. And I want to see now a role, this team get on a roll where they dictate play. And that's not the goaltender. So I'm talking about dictate play. But the problem is, so John Merrill, for instance, okay? He's incapable of dictating play. Um, and, and he has to play more because Dumba's out. And and Golagoski made a huge play right before, I believe, the game tying goal to break up a play. Uh, but he's he has not been great. So, I don't know. I'm sort of at a loss here um, as, to, as to where I think this team is going. But I tend to come around to your point of, the goaltending is absolutely key, and I don't trust I don't trust Talbot, and I don't think Capo. It's fair to like just say, "Hey, Capo, we're going to ride you completely now." And uh, Ian, right here on a YouTube channel, did, did the Wild win in spite of Talbot? And they did win in spite of Talbot. Talbot had a bad game. Ta- Ta- Talbot was was again shaky. Another performance where he allows four goals more. Four goals. Third period more. he played better. I will he give did. him that. But I that, I agree with you. In the first two periods, the first goal's bad. I, I thought the second goal was awful. Those he last lost, he post. Yep, those last two minutes. Kudos. They they had the goaltender pulled. Philadelphia did, and and he he withstood that. There's a lot of pressure, but still there was open nets, and the Flyers almost tied it on a couple occasions in those last two minutes. Yeah. Um. This is where that veteran experience can come in. And look, you know what? Cam Talbot has, has logged some games in the playoffs. He's been there and done that. He hasn't been a complete liability like even Devin Dubnik was when it came to playoff time. I just, it's what have you done for me lately? And and Talbot has yet to has yet to convince me in any shape or any, any, any form at all that he can be relied upon in four rounds and multiple rounds in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So Declan, you know what? That, that's a great point. What have you done for me lately? In sports, that's huge. But you know where else that, that's huge? When it comes to Chill Boys, why don't you talk about Declan Goff, what Chill Boys has done for you as far as your observation of of long johns and boxers and basically, you know, to call a spade a spade, underwear that Declan Goff was not a fan of until he met up with Chill Boys. That's right. I, I didn't like briefs. I never liked briefs. And let me just say, too, by the way, it's not that Chill Boys are briefs. It's It's life-changing underwear. It's the hybrid. It's the two goalie system, right? It's the tandem between the between the performance brand and the bamboo fabric. And until you try a pair on, you really can't experience what the Chill Boys brand is like. It's a Minnesota-based company. Judd loves them. I love them. Maybe I wasn't even wearing pants watching the Wild game. Maybe I'm not wearing oh, pants Christ. right now. Oh, but uh, please, but I'm not even going to get into that. Please but tell I me you got your Chill Boys on. I do have my Chill Boys on. Thank and God. you can get yours right now at chillboys.com. It's a Minnesota-based company. Check them out. And I'm going to tell you something Right now, Dex, my chill boys, let's just say they've come down in size. They're fitting really well these days, and that is because of my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who have helped me lose 30-plus pounds. That's exactly right. And and 
Notice I said Livia weight control. I didn't say diet because this is not a diet. These are people that help you lose weight and then control it for the rest of your life. And that might sound like a long time, but that's a good, good thing. If you've been on the Zolgadian yo-yo of lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, what's the most frustrating thing? It's you lose the weight and then you're like, I'm free to return to my life and bang, the weight is back and you often gain more. At Livia, that's not going to happen to you. And now I've got the best part of this whole thing. It's called the Livia I Did It Eight Week Challenge where you get your first eight weeks for free. In the first eight weeks, I dropped 26 pounds. So we're talking about getting to springtime, clothes fit great, and you haven't paid yet because that is the deal. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com will help you. And if I can lose the weight, so can you. I got a final thought here for you. Okay. This is my final thought from tonight's tilt. Um, what's up with all the passing? especially when you've got the puck in the slot. Dude, did did that not drive you crazy? What I didn't understand was... I made like three notes um, in the first two so, periods. I kept writing down notes about yep. why. So uh, I, this will shock you. I was watching the Flyers broadcast, which, by the way, is nothing to write home about. Um, I, I, I'm not I a big really fan of their play-by-play it. guy. Didn't, didn't really enjoy it. Uh, and I think Keith Jones has probably checked out. And no shots no shots on goal on the screen, which is fine for me. And when I saw the final box score tonight and I saw the Wild actually put out a lot of shots, I was like, man, it felt like they passed up like 15 to 20. Yeah, like like shots on goal. And and even though they, they Corsi-wise, they outpossessed them, they put plenty of shot attempts Two to uh, uh, 60% to, to the Flyers, 40% according to natural stat trick tonight. Uh, it still felt like they left about, man, what, Judd, 10 to 15 shots on goal? First two periods, I swear to God, there was one play. In fact, I'll find it because I wrote down a note. Oh, okay, so Bukestead at one point had the puck in the slot in the first period. He did not shoot. He took it. He wound around, and he, I, I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to find it the perfect shot i had never played in the national hockey league but i'm going to tell you right now i think if you're in the slot the perfect shot might not exist but a shot this is carter hart that last God. goal by brodeen was no great shakes it was scored because he just shot the puck um and i was going to see if i could find one more there was at least one more i wrote down that drove me crazy i want to say it was a boldy um oh this one first period early goudreau to fiala back to Goudreau and they're literally in the slot. Okay. So they are, they are not a long ways away. They are right in the heart of the slot and Goudreau decides to try to return the pass to Fiala. Guess what? Didn't work that pass. So, I mean, come on, you're in a slump. The last game, you didn't score goals. I mean, the coach said our, our ability to score goals sucked. And you decide that you're going to go Gretzky in the – come on. No, yeah. that Fire the damn puck, dude. Shoot, right. shoot, shoot. Just create more, a rebound, more, right? More pucks on net, the better. Yes, exactly. I, mean, I don't care if it's saved. If it's saved, guy down, rebound. Go go for the – you know, Hartman had a good game because of why? He went to the net. Yep, and the Flyers got, got, got similar situations tonight where they just put bodies in front and put pucks on net. A great tip uh, off of Claude Giroux uh, on the power play tonight. That's – that's it's just simple stuff, dude. It's it's not hard to do. I'm with you. They, they, I thought they passed up numerous shots tonight. Yep. Numerous shots. Uh, I will say I thought 
I thought Boldy's goal was was a big one for him. He was scuffling these last two games and seeing why he was a rookie in the NHL, but that was a hell of a shot. Good for Matt Boldy. Goudreau also gets a goal. That line uh, has probably been, even throughout this losing streak before this evening, has been Minnesota's best line over the last week or two. It still has been pretty solid, um, despite Boldy kind of going through some lumps as a, as a rookie after a hot start. I, I thought that line continued to show a lot of things tonight. According to the um, Bally Sports North telecast, too, tonight, Declan Goff, 16 scouts from 13 teams were oh. at tonight's game. <laughs> Do you know how we go downstairs uh, to, to go to post-game yep. access, and we go buy those beautiful bags, equipment bags? Each oh, team God, has their own, and God. each player has one, and they're all gorgeous. Like yeah. I, At times, I'm like, can I just have a Montreal Canadian? I could fit in a couple of those, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. In fact, it's funny you said that. You suppose the Wild could just quietly sneak Claude Giroux into an equipment bag and walk out of there and just go go to Buffalo with him? I wouldn't mind it. I, w- I would actually. I saw something there tonight. I yep. saw some. There, there's a lot of bad play from the Philadelphia Flyers. I saw a few guys. I wouldn't mind Claude Giroux included. No, no. I'm kidding. just saying it could. Could you just slip him into a nice green travel bag that the Wild has with a logo? Get to Buffalo un- and and it, he basically will have defected. He will have defected from. Philadelphia, become a part of your team, and then he can score some goals for you. Hey, by the way, by the way, if you uh, if you want to see some hockey at the XO Energy Center in the next week or so, it's one of the best times of the year, and I'm not talking Minnesota Wild Hockey, Judd. It's the, uh, the Boys Hockey State Tournament. We're giving away on our app. Look at this right here as I put it on the screen, okay? As I get a text message from God knows who. There, there is a... There is an app giveaway on the Score North mobile app. Listener okay. rewards. You can win a pair... To the MSHL Boys Hockey Tournament, uh, we are going to give away five winners with a pair to each. The Wednesday session, the Thursday session, the Friday session, the Saturday session. All you have to do is just enter. There's, not, there's nothing fancy. You, 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 you click on the Score North app Can you enter you don't only? have it. I'm sorry? Oh, I was going to ask a question, but I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say all you have to do is just okay. download our Score North app. Hit on the Listener Rewards tab, and you can win tickets and passes to go see the boys' hockey tournament. It's the best time of year, dude. That's awesome. I'm going to cut to the chase with a very simple question. Is there a way to enter only for the Thursday games and not the Wednesday games? Well, uh, I mean, you, you'll, you'll receive passes, I believe, all five. So you, so you get— So you win them all. So you can, you can win them all. And, and, and by the way, Judd, you, you can't win these. Judd was telling me off— Can somebody take him, me? I'd like somebody—if you win, if you, if you win— um, at Jay Zolgad on Twitter. Just, you know, if you don't have someone to go with. I've been thinking I'd like to go again. I haven't gone in a long time. I used to go to every single game. Yeah, I've covered a few for Minnesota Hockey One class, Magazine. of course. Um, which and I'm not going for, on Wednesday. Don't take go, me on Wednesday. Go, go, go. I want to go to class. Go talk a. to our guy, Brian. Go talk to Brian. I, I, was, I covered three of them. You should go. You should be able to go I, cover one. I don't want to go to class A. God okay. bless him. Actually, oh God, look at this guy. The Minneapolis story is a great story. Yes, that's a great story. Other than that, I'm out, though. Yeah, the Minneapolis team's in it, one baby. Class. I love that. A, I love that. This should oh. be a one-class tournament. This should be a one-class tournament. Classic, classic, Judd. Uh, oh, the, the the fact that this was the greatest bleeping tournament and they goofed it up. I'm Ah, see? Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Jacob. Take you. Okay. At Jay Zolgan on so. Twitter. You know what? I mean, I can't go. I, I think I got to go to a thing on Thursday that that we're supposed to go to. But anyway, I, I will make time to go. Okay. Uh, all right. Take us home. Wrap us up. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my surly Furious, which which hopefully one day soon might actually make its way on to the sponsorship oh, interesting. See what of Judd's Hockey Show. 
It's oh, by the way, oh, last thing, I got a call to today from a person at a competing station. I picked oh. up the phone and said, hello. And the first question why was, why is it called Judd's Hockey Show and not Judd and Declan's show? And I said, because the host is an ass. Yeah, he is. He is. I think I know who called you now that I think about it. I think I know exactly who that was because uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's a great question. question. Well, it's, uh, you know. Because he's an ass. And even even though we're on the same topic here of self uh, of self promotion, it's Judd and Declan. It's been Judd and Declan all week. There's no Mackie. Where the hell's Mackie? He's in the big somebody Apple actually right redid now. the. I saw the, that Jason, our list, our loyal yeah, listener. Yeah, Jason, Jason redid it. Was very said, nice. Th- job. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, it's been Judd and Declan all week, man. I got no problem with that. Yeah, no, it's been Capo and and Cam Talbot. Nope, out. It's Judd and Declan right now. It's a tandem that's going to take you to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Phil's Cam Talbot. Yeah, he Traded is. Him. Bye, Phil. Bye. Uh, hit the subscribe button right here in this YouTube channel for everything Minnesota sports entertainment. Mackie and Judd, also Purple Daily, uh, our daily Minnesota Vikings show, seven days a week. Plenty of content, plenty of reckless speculation, plenty of takes from the NFL Combine. And, of course, that Score North mobile app. Don't miss out on those boys' hockey t- tournament tickets and Judd Zolgad's Roundup. It's a, it's, a, it's a home for your audio and video work. A little Beaupre, Don Beaupre from the Minnesota North Stars there for Judd, who loves his trading cards. That'll do it for us. Pass you score. And because they finally won, we can play this damn clip. Listen, you guys know what this is all about, right? Right? What's it all about? Spurgy? Hard work and having fun. That. This is about winning. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.